If you're easily offended, jokes are you. If you secretly hate women, jokes are you. It's Tally, Mel, and Lauren talking about whoring, how not to be boring. What's up, y'all? Oh my God, it's great to be outstanding to be here. Miss you, ladies. I missed you guys too. You're back as well. Gang's all here. Sorry, we've been we were doing pretty good, but you know, life again. Don't don't try to cut this out if we don't have an episode. Just know life happened that week, and then we're gonna try again next week. And we the world is on fire. Please give us a fucking break. It is difficult out here to do stuff. Please relax. But you know, the last episode went crazy. So thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for sharing or however the fuck this is getting spread. Y'all make sure y'all live tweet, tell us your thoughts, your favorite moments, favorite quotes. But y'all are doing great. The tweets were love y'all. Shout yeah. out to motherfucking Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, they Richmond, Virginia has been listening. Richmond, I see. I it. Have. If if Chris Brown and Trey Song's cousin or somebody in there going hard, if we got Pharrell and them people, I don't know, but Virginia is listening. Well, you know my grandmother lives in to Virginia. Go to jail. My my yeah. one of my best friends stay around Virginia, so I don't know, but the Virginia community they they fuck with us. Well, thank y'all, uh, Virginia area. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> they say Virginia not the DMV for real, but that's neither here nor there. It's the, it would just be the DM without Virginia, so let them have it, please. I feel like they yeah. probably just mean like the bottom of Virginia where it's like country. They're like, we don't include y'all. The, the I'm, I'm here to tell you all of Virginia is country. Every single well, then, last piece of it. Then there's that. I've never been to Virginia, have I? Mm-mm. Probably drove through it. But anyway, make sure y'all send us emails to get in y'all business. Because we get great advice. I'm going to just start making up stuff. I'm going to just look at people that are listeners on Twitter and I'm going to make up stories about you if y'all don't start sending in emails. So we can make stuff up like Six Brown Chicks been doing. They've been doing Honestly. that shit. Honestly. What do they do? Honestly. Story I might just got exposed. Fake as hell. I might just start writing in my own personal business under fake emails. Like, so basically. <laughs> That's my joke of the week. Apparently, my personal business is news, so we'll get into it in a second. Let's let's dive in. Let's do it now. What's your joke of the week? Who are you? Uh, First of all, let's do our intros first before we get into it. I am Jasmine Talley, as I have always been. Talley Berry Baby on all of the socials. Uh, I am Miss Talley at the workplace. Um, And that is what we're doing this week. Yes, Jasmine Talley, go on with your intros. Um, I'm Mel Mitchell. Um... That's what the niggas call me. And uh, the baddest Mitch on Twitter. You can find me terrorizing men. That's what I like to fucking do. And it's male Mitch on Instagram. So, yeah. Shabloom. It's Lauren Knight still. She's Lauren K on everything. I don't have a Facebook. I don't fuck with Mark Zuckerberg. Um, and that just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get off Amazon as well, but they've got me by the throat. Amazon has been my. All right. I have money now. I'm sorry. I have money now, <laughs> so I've been on Amazon getting shit. <laughs> Shamelessly. 
necklace. I don't buy a makeup bag. I don't buy what else I fucking buy. I don't fucking forget stuff, brushes. Why y'all ain't tell me Amazon was this fucking fun? It's why wow. right? Amazon Prime at that. Look at Mel. Mel's changed now. I see she's posting her organized makeup on fucking Instagram. I'm, You're I'm washing. I wash and folded my laundry within the same two days. Who am I? Two days? Who are you? Yes. I got the basket in the laundry room until there's nothing left to fold. Oh, yeah. And I've worn these That's amazing. Down. So, you know, I'm just crawling out of out of depression. You know, look at look at you, girl. You know? You. All I'm missing is some dick. But then I thought about it. Like, these niggas don't even deserve my coochie. Like, really, honestly, are you missing dick? Like, when you think about it. And so, you think about sometimes that ain't the question, on. Mel. Sometimes really they might you not want? deserve it, but you might need it still. I do. But I'm just like, you know, I might go. I'm, honestly, y'all are going to bully me, but I'm at seven months, y'all. Pregnant? Dickless. That um, sounds awful. I'd rather That's the opposite be pregnant. of pregnant. <laughs> this is like literal opposite of pregnant. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I have not had sex since we had a podcast. You should listen Did to Ganja Burn. seven months in the hole? Seven months, um, like a you might be a, like a brand new virgin. You can start wearing a purity ring again. You can start giving it up like that. Your mark now, like I may as well just go the full year at this point. Like, you might as well. So is the pussy just one piece now? Like did the lips weld it's together? Like Barbie now, yes. Okay. <laughs> you just gotta, you just got a nub down there. It's, it's just a patch of skin. Ooh, like you know how like it heals, like you know how piercing heals when you take the earring out. Like the skin is just joined. That's amazing. I'm happy for you. I I need somebody to put my fucking cap back blue, but it's like, I don't have time for new bodies. The old body is in. It's just like, I don't, I'm missing a weird place. So I'm just keep on fapping. I may fap tonight. I deserve. What is this? What is this bodies thing? What does that mean? That means nothing. I'm not even like that, but just the gamble of a new body. Not even like the count, like, oh, body count. The gamble. I don't need to guess whether or not. Your dig- I need to come in into the room into the office knowing what I'm getting into. That's why you should just read like read shit about niggas on the internet because like bitches like nigga you a fucking bitch ass nigga your broke ass I was paying all your bills the dick was probably good. <laughs> yep, and that's not a lie. That is and the, truth. the math. If they're talking about like you know he was kind if, and all this, well, like stuff. replying to his compliments like thanks boo. If I'll he's retweeting his compliments, definitely small dick. Like it's all there's little clues that they put out there that you could pick up on. I, you know me, I'm no dick connoisseur. I'm just girl telling you what, y'all, what I've heard. This is just shut shit I heard the fuck up. I'm gonna just tell y'all <laughs> there are these. I've been getting lucky. Like every dick I've been running into has been rather large, but it's just like my streak is gonna end one day, and I'm scared of that day. So just you know. You know, I was never like a size queen, even when I was out there um, living this in. I was never a size queen. I was a, a flexibility monster. Let me see. Want to know who's a size queen? Right I'm here. I'm a size queen. I'm a size queen. Okay. I, you couldn't have just like a little dick. Like, obviously, I'm not talking about that. Like, what, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? But like a good medium with a lot of flexibility. I don't want no medium. Do. What am I supposed to tell people about medium? It was pleasant. It was pleasant. That is, you know, that's about. <laughs> no. Maybe look, but I stopped fucking niggas. So don't listen to me. Like the last time I had some new redacted, I almost died. And period. You know what I'm saying? Like that young man called me a track runner. And I almost was offended, but I was like, I damn sure was. And that's how it should be. You know? Oh, and Lord. 
I have I'm another post. I bothered. hate that we talk about dick every week. I just be suffering. I know, but this is just everywhere. You remember dick, don't you? You got, no. you got memories of it, don't you? I don't at all. Wash my brain of it. Y'all Girl, seen um, Eternal you, Sunshine you, and Spotless Mind? <laughs> got that shit you out of here. You played the radio for somebody else. You ain't got the lie to kick <laughs> Did you remember dick? <laughs> you remember dick? You put no, that shit on somebody all. else. Okay. Um, I, w- I could testify on the stand. I'm gonna put if a bunch you don't remember of dick, Alex, I don't remember it I don't remember dick. <laughs> all right. I don't even remember what dick tastes like. Honestly, listen, this this is the longest streak of my life that I have gone without sleeping with a man. It's never gonna end. I have not planned. I didn't come here to kick it. I'm I'm out. That's it. It's I'm over with. See you say so your homeboy fall back. It's over with. Shut down. It's like Jazzland in New Orleans. It's closed. That's it for niggas. So it's quiet for niggas. So funny. <laughs> okay, y'all. Y'all do y'all jokes of the week. Let's do it. Um, no. Okay, fair. I'll go mine first. Um, uh, my joke of the week. I've had a pretty pleasant week, actually. Oh, you know what? My joke of the week is the motherfucking nail shop that I went to. So I've been going to the, and it's not even the nail shop. It's 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 the customer service. It's the fact that these niggas try to like gang up against me and fuck my nails up. Basically, long story short, it's nail shop I've been going to for quite some time. I supported them when nobody was going in that bitch. I remember that. I remember when you couldn't get nobody in these motherfucking chairs. I was there, but um. I go there and there's this guy in there who I already don't like touching my hands nor feet. He hurts me. It's never what I asked for. He's just hurt you. New nigga. New nigga. Like, I don't even like you are not supposed to talk to me, but when I don't make appointments and I'm coming in last minute, sometimes he'd be the only nigga. And I'd be like, let me get something basic so he can, you know, do that. Because I I, clearly he has not finished the nail course. Cool. I ask him for something. He gives me something that looks nothing like what I asked for. Long story short, next thing you know, me and this nigga are arguing through the, you know, they got the glass screen up for coronavirus. I'm yelling through my mask. He yelling through his mask. I can, I can see his eyes though. And I can hear what he's saying. I was about to beat this nigga's ass in the nail shop. I have like acrylics on one hand that are painted and the other is just raw. There's nothing on there. They're just sitting there like blank ass hand with these long ass nails. And he told me, you can leave like that. I said, I'm not going oh, in. Oh, no. Bitch. And listen, let me tell you guys something. I have been to jail and I am not afraid to go back. And this was an instance where I was like, tonight's hey, tonight. <laughs> They're going to come get me from fucking this, this nail shop. So um, long story short, I ended up making a scene. They took me to the owner. He, he was at first like, I could take the nails off for you and then you can go. I'm like, nigga, my nails look like feathers at the tips. Like this nigga just... He scraped my nail bed raw. You think I'm about to just go out with these fucking gnarled booty fingers and be amongst adults? <laughs> Finish my <laughs> like, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't come here in this condition. I'm worse than when I came. Lori, you're so funny. <laughs> Bitch, I was mad. Like, I was in there upset. I was about to start. I was like, listen, this is the last day. Y'all will rue today. Rue <laughs> my fucking day. That you treated me like Why this. Why are you so funny? <laughs> so fucking look, bit. So <gasps> basically, <laughs> while I'm sitting there and I'm saying that, he really doesn't have a retort because at that point, I'm absolutely right. Look at my nails; they do look stupid. So like they're all splintered off at the end. He was like, all right, "I'm gonna do my nails for you." Who was that T to? Like, bitch, I knew I was getting my nails done before I left this place, or I was taking this place with me. 
So um, they did my nails and they're super cute. People have been complimenting me on them. They're pink and girly and they they're go very dark, pretty. So. Very but pretty. But the thing is, sometimes you do have to assert myself because if I would have been willing to just take the fucked up nails from the beginning or the splintered fingers, they would have did that to me. Yep, sure would have. And I'm a returning customer. Imagine that over this new nigga. Hmm. Girl. That's crazy. Your nails are cute, though. You one of the Thank funniest you. bitches on the planet, though. You a funny <laughs> ass nigga. I'm over here dying laughing like you funny as fuck. That Thank shit you, friend. You funny friend. Nah, that's, that's it. That shit funny. Sorry, you have a scratch and hit the spot that you needed to hit. <laughs> my joke of the week i just don't know like cause I, i'm tired we talk about niggas all the time that's always gonna be the joke of the week that's just like a standing appointment for the joke of the week like we know that's right. a given um just people i don't know i'm just sick of people okay like i don't know with me i'm a person that really enjoys being right that is like my favorite thing to do is be right Same. and i'm very committed to being right because i will look the fuck up what i'm talking about to make sure that i am right that is how committed mm-hmm. i am to being right Yes. Don't tell me that I'm fucking wrong. And when I am wrong, I'd be like, I was wrong. My bad. Playboy. Like, damn. But why can't people just do that? You know, I just understand why people can't have, like, <laughs> even with, and I'll be right. That's the thing. People be trying to act like I'm not right, but I'll be knowing I'm right. And that's just a, a pet peeve of mine. But yeah, just so let me let me tell you something because I'm very similar to you in this way. And it was driving me crazy when I'd be right. And then people would be trying to play me like I'm fucking stupid. So here's what I've had to start asking myself. Do I want to be right or do I want to win? So at the beginning of the day, of the day I decide what win means to me. And then when I come across a situation where somebody's trying to play me for a fucking fool when I'm right, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm right. But do I want to be right or do I want to win? And most of the time winning means my peace. And I'd be like, you got it, you stupid ass bitch. I'm not about to argue with you about it because I want to win. I want to win my day. Yeah. Whether I'm right or not is not the fucking point because usually I am. So if you want to play this bullshit ass game, perfect love it i'm gonna win and i'm gonna smoke my blunt at the end of the day and you love know, myself that's great advice that Tally is, is the, she's the angel on your shoulder because i'm the bitch that be on facebook for eight hours this is why i don't have a facebook <laughs> no more i will sit there all day like you bitch ass nigga first of all that don't even make sense replying to your post from four hours ago you still motherfucking stupid like and another that. thing with me and sometimes another- i'll let it go because i know i'm right and if i just wait if i'm just patient it's going to come back up and I'm going to have my moment of vindication where I can just be like, see, I do that, but that's when I act an ass the second time. I act an ass both times. Like, Cause I told time, y'all. And I told, I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. Y'all, I told, y'all ain't want to believe me, but I told y'all. It's just the Capricorn in me. I get those moments all the time. Cause it's like, I know I'm right. And I think people don't want me to be right because I'm usually younger than like, everybody I'm talking to or like have already gotten on their nerves, but I know I'm right, bitch. Period. But yeah, that was, that's my joke of the week. Um, I have been uh, dealing with somebody on and off since about December, you know, and sometimes it's toxic. Sometimes it's not. Um, the nigga's crazy. He definitely should be picking up calls on a banana, whatever. Um, and he's got a lot of bitches as I have a lot of niggas. That's the way the world turns. You hoes out here listening to this podcast and going back reporting to this nigga the shit I say on here, thinking that that's going to make him stop fucking with me. It is not. And that shit is hilarious to me. You think you're going to listen to some shit that I do with my art and my heart and soul and run back to the nigga that's eating my pussy and tell him what I said like I won't say it to his face? Don't get your ass beat out here. And that's the joke of the week. Don't get fucked up being a fan because you can go play that shit on somebody else's podcast. 
not this one. So moving on. My podcast is crunk. Our letter. <laughs> Me and Mel, the two white, we the white boys on the couch. <laughs> not in courtroom 502 and not yeah. anywhere else. Not in courtroom five hundred two, but you know what the fucked up the part about it is is like I couldn't get rid of this nigga if I wanted to, and he couldn't get rid of me if he wanted to. So whatever it is that you think you're doing, it's your pussy. That's why he's not fucking with you. It's not what I am or am not saying on the podcast. It's just you. We got different pussies. I can say shit you can't say. I can do shit you can't do, and you just need to be okay with that. And maybe you'll feel better in your spirit and your soul. But don't go running back to him. I said it. It's free. The podcast don't have a password. And we had 2,000 listens last week. Per. Yeah, well, I said so, it. So you think, I won't say, you think I won't say this shit to this nigga in real life? Okay. All right. And I know well, it's more I than one of you say, To contribute to that, look at what happens sexually with a man does to your life. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I don't have anything else to contribute to it. I'm just saying, you know. It's it's not even that. Even if somebody was running back and telling my mama, I'm grown. Don't run. Don't report on me. Yeah, I don't like that. When I had a a MySpace, when I first got a MySpace, one of my cousins went and told my mama I was cussing on MySpace and she took my computer for two weeks. I was so mad at my cousin. You know, it took me like until I'll say I was about 26 to accept her on Facebook. It was platform Instagram, everything. She was blocked because remember on MySpace when I called that girl, bitch, you told my mama and I got in trouble and you embarrassed me in front of everybody at the school. Fuck you, bitch. That's what was my energy was for some years. You know, that's that the way to handle it. Thing. I feel like us as parents are going to be such more, like, much more lenient, like, when our kids are on the internet, because it's like, when we were coming up, cussing on the internet was wrong. Everybody was a pedophile. Now I was like, oh, you're from the internet? Oh, tell them to come over for dinner. It's fine. It's lit. Like, yeah, st- except they up, still be I hella pedophiles. Listen, I was talking to niggas on AIM from California, and my mom had my laptop when somebody hit me up, and she read all my messages because she was on my laptop. And I cussed in a private conversation. I had to like check out my laptop, like I was in the fucking public library, and be on the computer next to her in her room for like. <laughs> I oh was God. so mad. Yes. And I was building. Like, I wonder how Randy doing. I got so many like little. I remember I catfished this nigga. I'm coming to the front forefront about it. It started off as a joke. I don't know when it severed. At some point, it just became something I enjoyed. But I played The Sims a lot. So this was kind of like that. Um, And when I told him, he was so, 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 so happy I wasn't white. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) It was this Asian boy. Shout out to him. Shout out to Jay. I remember, so because I wasn't allowed to have MySpace in the MySpace era, I had to find like other shit that would be fun and kind of feel like I was included. But it'd be shit, like, I'd have to make a cartoon, Abby. I used to be on, I don't know if y'all heard. Maybe, maybe you, Lauren, because you hung out with the whites a little bit. Gaia, do you remember Gaia online? No, I wasn't a loser. Okay, cool. Um, I am, <laughs> Damn, Lauren. Maybe, I, but, you Come know, on, dog. touche. But it was a shit called Gaia. And it was like, you make, like, an avatar, and, so, and they'd have a page. So you could still use the MySpace layouts and shit, but it would just be, like, an avatar. Mel is, like, five years younger than me. So I was, like, big grown by the time she was on Guy. Oh, yeah, you were. I, I forget that. Mel, how old are you, for real? 20. Well, she's three years no, younger than me. What is it? What is it? How 26. old are you? Oh, okay. Lauren, you're not that fucking old, bruh. 
Yeah, I'll tell that to my niece. <laughs> your niece, your niece who just hit the planet recently. The little my knees, no, nah, my knees, like to connect my oh, thigh oh, to my I shin. These two, honestly. <laughs> I well, them too. But you know, little like kids. She doesn't know anything. She's a baby. If you ask little kids how old you are, I'm like, guess how old about? Oh, you old? You like seventeen? It's like seventeen. Oh my god, thank you. I don't look a day over twelve. But you no, know, the young people are so annoying with their old jokes because it's like I really feel I'm finally starting to get a little old, but I'm still kind of middle, middle regular age. But I'm still honestly fucking offended that them Chloe and Halle fans was coming for me in my mentions like that. Like, oh, bitch, go pay some bills. Like, fuck you. <laughs> and I will. And I will. <laughs> go pay your taxes. I, I have to. Well, like, I don't I have to do that. To do I'm not doing it because you told me, little 13-year-old bitch. You came because I'm doing it because they told me. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm here to pay my taxes because Chloe and Hallie fans. Like, y'all need these streams. And I was actually giving them to them. So don't, your fave not hot enough to be out here burning bridges. Period. So, I'm still well, fan culture is super fucking weird. We don't have to get into that, but oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, we did last week. It's so right. weird. It's the weird. Y'all ready shit to ever. get into this fucking letter? Let's get into Let's the get letter. into the fucking letter. First of all, yeah. shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all because we have a motherfucking letter. Hey, we got a letter. Finally. Hey, hey, a letter. Finally. Uh, 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 uh. We'll have that drink. But everything's bouncing. We need. <laughs> We're gonna have to drop a letter or song. Maybe that's what we'll, we'll drop it first. Oh, let me get right your phone. Are y'all ready? Yes. Okay, so our letter this week comes from Big Sleep. Shout out to Big Sleep. Um, Big Sleep says, first, hey ladies. First off, love you guys. Y'all are fucking hilarious. And when shit opens back up for real, or whatever that means, me and my girls are definitely coming to see y'all. Thank you, Big Sleep. Y'all should, do a, <laughs> y'all should do a stand-up show with just y'all three. LMAO, just a thought. Anyway, I'm going to get straight to it. <clears throat> I'm fucking a friend that I plan on moving in with. We were, supposed to, we were supposed to just be roommates, but the way this quarantine got thrown into the mix, lines got blurred. Erased, really. We've known each other for about a year and a half, but we just became actual friends this year. Oh, by the way, for context, we're both queer women and both in our mid-late mid 20s. A little backstory. See, last year she was dating my best friend, who's no longer my best friend, a different story. Even then, there was an obvious sexual attraction. But like I said, shit was complicated. Since then, I've cut ties with my best friend. We're still cordial. And she's also gone through a pretty serious um, BFF breakup. I don't know if this has to do with anything how close... I don't know if this has anything to do with how close we've gotten, but it's pretty—it's a pretty interesting coincidence. The thing is, we're having a great time, and we still plan on moving in, but we don't plan on having a relationship beyond this. At least we don't think so. Bitch. We talk open and honestly about what we're doing so we don't confuse each other or ourselves. I even told her I might have a little whole phase once we move in. She said she'd be okay with it, as long as we still have our time, our friend time together, which I don't have a problem with. Okay. I've only told a few friends, and only... I've only told a few friends and only one has told me I'm being a dumbass. Am I being a dumbass? Is this shit going to blow up in our faces? I mean, I don't know y'all. I know y'all don't know me or her, but what advice would you give to someone in my situation? The closer we get to getting the house, the more nervous I get. Things might get messy once we move in. But it really, it could be fire. Who knows? Peace, y'all. Young quarantine. Girl. Okay. Girl. I'm going to get my piece and get out of the way. Um, first of all, I have been here. I have done this. 
pretty much exact same exact situation. And to your question, are you being a dumbass? No. But this naivete that you have going on is not cute. I'm assuming you are a grown ass woman and you know better than to think shit is just going to be normal and sweet after you done fucked this girl. It's not. It's not. Now, I don't know to what extent shit is going to shake up, but you know that this girl who likes you is not going to want you parading hoes through this house that y'all live in together. It's like y'all are moving in after like the 15th date, in my opinion. Like, well, that's it, it, y'all have, that is lesbians. I'm here as a half delegate. I only have a half power in the lesbian community. Um, that is lesbians. However, you're starting at a very domestic place. Like you, someone that you fucked once or twice, you shouldn't be having conversations with about who's taking the trash out. That's my personal opinion. So are you a dumbass? No. Are you being naive? Yes. And wrap that up. Wrap that. I don't like that. But otherwise, you know, maybe it could be fun if y'all kept open lines of communication. Mm, I don't think it's a great idea because even with a nigga, like, that's just not... Y'all, you seen Romy Love of Friends? That. Y'all remember Romy Love of Friends? No. Oh, no, fool. Y'all never seen Romy Love of Friends? It's like, so, like, back in the era before, like, niggas was getting budgets to be on real TV, like, the web series era on YouTube, like, with Aqua Black Girl and shit, with, um, Back in Sexy TV, elite. But this girl was fucking her male roommate, but then it got weird because he had a girlfriend, then, like, it just got, like, it was just messy. So, go watch Romy Love of Friends, and then imagine that in Lesbian, and then imagine how messy it can get, and that's your answer. I can't believe uh-uh. neither of y'all have watched Romy Love of Friends. I am devastated that all the letters we get have been, you know, everybody else to finally crack up on a letter and it's the lesbians acting up. I'm very disappointed that it's happened. Um, two, you are absolutely being a dumbass and you must like to fight because it sounds like you are opening up several different avenues to have bitches doing what? Fighting. Open communication sounds great in theory and like the whole idea of like, I'm going to tell somebody how I feel and you absolutely should do that. But the thing about that is you don't control how you respond. If anything, it's just going to be more dramatic and worse because you're being honest. You haven't known that girl that long. You've only known this girl about a year. Y'all have been friends for less than that time. So she could be a whole psychopath. You don't know. You only know her from fucking and dealing with your best friend who you're no longer cool with, who is absolutely going to break in your home and steal stuff. I don't even know why you play with that bitch like that. Because um, I would be stealing stuff. And, and not even to keep. I'd sell it. You're telling this whole other bitch, like, oh, it's cool. You know, I'm gonna have a whole face. We come in here and we live in this house together. And she's saying, yeah, because y'all haven't moved in yet. Bitches be saying, yeah, till it's time to say, nah, like, okay, cool. Cool. You gonna fuck bitches? That's fine. It's all cool and dandy. You wanna fuck bitches till it's fucking bitches time. And now bitches is getting fucked up. So I just don't think that if you want to have, if you want to have peace in your home, I think it's a bad idea. But if you want to live in hell in the cell, fucking Royal Rumble, you want your fucking breakfast delivered via the air, you want bitches banging in the parking lot, then come to death row motherfucking your crib. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> I can't believe you didn't even a bitch like that. I can't imagine. Like, I'm, and I'm, I'm mature. You know what I'm saying? Me as a mature adult, I'm trying to sit here and think about myself like, okay, me and my best friend fall out, me and Alyssa fall out, and then her and my ex-girlfriend started dating. I'm, boy, the hands, the look look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm coming to the house like this. Coming to the house like that. Hey, so. That's my set, y'all. It's just like, do I have enough shoulder? I, I'm talking about, I'm coming to the Publix where y'all shop at and beating your ass every time you need eggs. But it's Wednesday. Bitch, come to get eggs is, again. 
you got to know who you're dealing with because for me, like, if I feel disrespected in any way, especially behind a motherfucker, I like, I'm on site every time I see you. And sometimes that's because I was standing at your mailbox. I was just out here already. So, I mean, you just got to know who you're dealing with because we also don't have all the information behind why you and your, uh, I guess, ex Friend fell out. Cool. You don't know why who the status of the girl with her. See, I'm saying it's too many because it might be some, she did some fuck shit for real and your friend is really the victim in this and now you got this whole other situation going on and y'all are having open communication but you really still don't know shit because the bitch is lying. People love to open communicate. And how she feel about y'all one fucking and two moving in together? She's going to burn down the complex. This will make honestly start start writing a uh, screenplay about this because I'm sure people eat this up as a storyline. You know, thank you for listening. Tell us what happens. Honestly, we'll probably see a um, little moving situation on World Star, and then you know, it's probably gonna be a thread, y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> I was so fucking this bitch. Right? <laughs> Look, because you see how quickly things pick up. It went from like we was just friends to all of a sudden lines got blurred. We don't know how. Like we know exactly right. how. Lines get real blurred when you start eating pussy. That's how that, lines get well, blurred. Won't eating pussy blur a motherfucking line. Ain't nothing it like sure it. sure will blur a line. That's and a real snuggle. gray area. And then we, we was quarantined together. Why y'all in that? Why y'all see it's already? Y'all are a couple. This Ain't a she couple. got no family? I have tricked somebody into being my boyfriend before they knew they was my boyfriend. That's exactly what's happening to you right now. Like, oh, it's cool. You can have bitches come over. I dare you. I dare you. Have a bitch, I swear to God. And I'm not even, look, the monogamy mommy, but you, you're, the way you're going about it is messy. I want to be that. an ethical non-monogamist, but niggas don't be believing me. <laughs> it be a fool. The fool? What the fool do? The fool means, like, come home. Like, that, the fool is just like, this is only for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you can make this be played about for nobody else, just me, huh? And then that's why they be in love. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I know my birthday was like two months ago, but I still would not mind that cheesecake. Like, so at, at at this point, I'm not making you a cheesecake because you have weight goals. That's why I have not brought it up over there. Straight oh, up, look at that support. That's the only reason. Yeah, it's I'm trying to put some meat on these bones. Well, yeah, but that it's cheesecake is it's cheese and sugar, and it's a whole pie. I, I mean, that. I you're gonna have to have some I will make you a family. little one, but you have to be responsible. Yeah. Yes, I'm not gonna make you a big ass cake. Yeah, I had fish and broccoli for lunch. And then I had a grilled cheese for dinner with a pickle. And this morning I made Ew. a breakfast burrito. A grilled cheese. No, the pickle wasn't on it, but you know you have like a meal and then you have a pickle on the side. Like a Jason's deli. Not a grilled cheese. I usually have it with a tomato soup. Not a grilled cheese. Like those I mean, two textures don't even go together. But you from Florida, y'all do stuff differently. Eat bullfrog shit, so you know. This is not a burger. Uh, it's not. It's not. Oh, I learned. It's a I learned cheese. to put mayonnaise on my grilled cheese, like to to put mayonnaise in the bread to grill it. That shit was astounding. I put, I mixed the mayo with a little bit of uh, minced garlic, nigga. I'm gonna get some Texas toast and do that shit again. It's gonna be so good. I have. How you losing that. weight eating all this bread? What kind of workout you doing? <laughs> no, don't feel attacked, nigga. I'm asking you for the game. Give it to me. How you losing weight? Oh, not fucking bread. Are you I, crazy? I, I ate a lot of bread though. I had like tortilla today, and then I had the the white slices of bread. I have like bread, bread. Nigga, you eating Mexican bread and white bread and still losing weight? Make a pamphlet. Uh, M Simone. I don't make know. us one. I don't Let know. 
I found this little skinny bitch on um you uh, YouTube whose workouts have been working because my back like I was like where's my my weight I feel fine send like, them to me send me I'm her a, shit I'm man. Send them. so she has a back fat one like she has you doing all kinds of weird dolphin shit but my back fat was gone in a week and then she has a, a hip hip dip one I've been doing for two days so we'll see what it at in a week she also has a lot I have hip dips and I got hip dips and that bothers me what but is a hip dip like uh, like when you know you, you know how hips go like this, but your hips kind of like parentheses a little bit, but it's not like extreme, but it's kind of like a booty dent. Like I don't know, it's weird. Okay. It's weird. But yeah, let's get into the episode, y'all. Let's get into <laughs> the meat and potatoes. <laughs> let's get to the meat and potatoes. What are we talking about this week, y'all? We talking about hair, 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 hair. hair We're talking hair, about hair, and as three black women, you know, we want to talk about hair and how you know, it's perceived and how we grew up with our hair and all this stuff. So, like, how was it growing up with your texture of hair, ladies? Oh, man. This is um, going to be a fun app. So, my mom... One of y'all can go first. I won't go last. I was a military brat, so I have 4C hair. My hair is, um, it's, you know, as kinky as, <laughs> as kinky as I am freaky, I like to say. I just made that up. But, um, Yes, my mom, when we were overseas, was the only person really doing my hair. Now, she did a decent job. But for the most part, I'm going to be honest, she didn't know she was doing it. So for me, it was, like, just random shit, like being in an all-white school. Then at the end of the year, when they, like, give everything for the lost and found, I get 27 crochet braids back. Like, shit like that. Like, um, you could have just, you could have thrown them away. But instead, and they're clearly mine, you know. So. Wait, so wait. Why were, Wait. <laughs> <laughs> this really happened. People were turning in your crochet braids to Lost and Found. To the Lost and Found. If that's not racism, I don't know what is. <laughs> it, it, felt, it, was, it, it felt aggressive to me because you know at the end of the year when, <laughs> like a banana, they may as well just gave you a banana. <laughs> Honestly, like at the end of the year, and this is this is in Germany, and that like this is like you know I'm in I'm in Germany, and we oh, sit there like at the end of the year. Real like, yes, yes, exactly. You guys are seeing it. So there's a box and everything that's been found over the course of the year, they take out one by one and people stand up if it's theirs or somebody may just out you and say, that's so-and-so's. Each crochet, and they didn't do all the crochets as a bundle. They did them as they came up. So each crochet, I would have to rise up from my seat and go collect my braid as if I was <laughs> saving them for something. I don't even have crochets anymore. <laughs> so yeah, that was what it was like for me growing up with black hair. I could have what? Made a wig. I I not that young. Like after that, I just got twisties in the front and left it down in the back. I just transitioned to that. Um, I did the bump. Party. That's, that was I had shit. a oh, I went to a white school and I had a very you know the the um plastic bang like the hard plastic like bang delicious mom. like the like yes like delicious mom. I have one of those with spikes on the left at this white ass school. Y'all listen, I've been I've whew, I've been doing it from the gate. Period. So for me, Period. with my hair, it's been a process. Honestly, it's some stuff I had to unlearn. And it was pretty traumatizing because I was the only little young African in my class for most of my classes. And I'll never forget in pre-K, sitting there minding my fucking business. And two colonized little boys were bullying me. And they were playing with some Hot Wheels. And it was like, huh, Melanie, your hair is shaped like race cars. And then they started going like, <laughs> like next to my head and then like calling me cotton hair and like making fun of me and that shit has fucked me up for a long time might as time. well have said nigger 
Right. Very proud of myself for talking about this right now with crying without crying because that shit fucked me up. I didn't know how much it fucked me up until I was watching a video of a little girl on Tumblr like five years ago and she was talking about how she hated her hair and she was getting teased for her hair and I broke down. And I was mm. like, he not realized it affected me like that. So that created a hair complex with me. And even just growing up and like I broke the hot comb when I was like five or six, I broke it like off the hinges. Like the shit was like no longer like tight on the little handle. So that fucked them like, damn, what is wrong with my hair? So I got a permit six because like my everyone was like fed up. Like my my Gigi, like I burned all her her plastic press ons for Easter one year. I broke the shit. So I got a permit six. So I'm thinking my hair is difficult and just nappy and just nigger central. So I created that in my head. And I remember when my sister came home and decided she was coming, being natural when she was talking, I was like, bitch, what? Uh, so for me to be sister soldier now, I'm very proud of myself because it was a lot that I had to unlearn with that. Because I went to school when I went to fam, I didn't trust nobody to perm my hair. So I just mm-hmm. didn't get a perm. And that's when like the natural shit was just started anyway. So it was kind of like not the big deal. And then my sophomore year, I cut it all off. And then even in undergrad, I was still texturizing my edges because Girl. my edges no, I've are done very, some stupid shit. Yeah, my edges were very 4C. Mm-hmm. But it took me coming home and then actually taking care of my hair. So now they're still 4C. They still don't lay down. But they're much healthier and softer now. So it took me a long time. Even like, even, I feel like my mom kind of perpetuated it. Too. Not saying that she's a bad mom or anything, but that's just where, that's just, you know, their age group just perm it and forget about it and like mm-hmm. yeah because she gave me hell about cutting my hair off to this day to this day she was like mm, you cut your hair off <laughs> like but now my hair is like long and healthy but she still be like i ain't forgot i remember <laughs> so yeah that's what it was like growing up with my hair for me um so when i was younger and i lived in michigan my dad had primary custody of me so um, he would wash my hair on Saturday nights, and he would let me sleep with no bonnet, no scarf, on a cotton pillowcase, and it would be one big matted mess. And in the morning, he would take me to what he referred to as the Ethiopians. Again, I don't know what the service was here, but it was a two-story house on the east side of Detroit. And I would go in there, and he would treat it like a daycare. I'm sure they didn't appreciate that. But I'm going there and they would detangle my hair on the first floor and then they would uh, send me upstairs and I would get my hair braided straight to the back. And then I would go to my school full of white people and they would sing, I said little Bow Wow, you just don't know the way you move so fast across the floor. They call me little Bow Wow, which was not great. Yep, in, that in, was it. In, in their defense, black kids would have called you Bow Wow too. No, they, they could have called you I, Romeo. I that would have been the insult a very thick skin when it comes to being talked about because that's really all my family does is talk about each other so I don't that wasn't a problem for me uh for the most part um then when we got to Georgia um I spent half the time between my mom and my stepmom and even they don't though they didn't talk to each other they both decided that I was wash and go shorty right so I just washed my hair every other day and went to school I braided into big braids at night and then I went to school the next day and if you grew up in DeKalb County, like one thing about bitches in DeKalb County middle school or high school, they're going to have that hair done, honey, period. Like they are going to have that shit fried, dyed, and laid to the side. They're going to have a relaxer. They're going to have a sew-in, some braids, some shit. It's going to be done. So bitches with me was like, girl, your hair ain't never done, right? Like your, your hair ain't never done. And so I went home, 
and I was crying to my dad. First of all, I made friends with the only other two girls in my grade in Stevenson Middle School that had wash and goes. Shout out Deneen and Jason. Love y'all today. I died. I made friends with the only other two girls with wash and goes in school. Came home crying to my dad. I was like, we have got to get my hair pressed. This <laughs> is bullshit. I know I got length. You got to press my shit out. My dad was like, fuck them raggedy ass bitches up at Stevenson. They ain't got no daddies. And they wish they could wash their hair <laughs> and they shit look like yours. So after I got that speech from my dad, to this day, you really can't tell me shit about my hair. If I can wash my shit and go out into the world, then fuck you. I look great. Um, but I did, I get, got a lot of guff about it in school. Um, I dyed it like an orangish. I was trying to dye it blonde, but it ended up orange in the 10th grade. And um, I got made fun of about that really bad. Um, you know, it's been a hard road. And then, like, girls would make fun of me because my hair was soft. So, like, after gym, I would, like, use water to put my shit in a ponytail. And then they would be like, oh, that or what I, like, your hair, like, you just lay down. Like, you ain't put nothing on it. I'm like, hey, that has nothing to do with me. I don't even think that's something we need to be talking about. I think that's stupid. This is just the hair I got, bro. I don't know what to tell you. I don't, but then as I got older, I realized the struggles that came with like having thicker and coarser hair. And I'm like, oh, that's why it was a thing. So, you know, it was hard. Yeah. High school was, especially in DeKalb County, was weird. So like, the next question is, how do men perceive your hair? Like over the years, not even just childhood, but just like in general. Oh, it depends. Well, yeah, obviously, let's not be gender specific here, yuck. But I, um, I change. I think what I look like so constantly now mm. that I think it depends. I get a different reaction based on certain things. These locks, okay, honey, I've been getting all the love in the world. People have been telling me I look different. I don't think I look different, but so sweet. But like when I when I cut all my hair off, because I told myself, oh, I'm gonna do this big chop. I'm gonna take care of my hair. I'm gonna learn how to whatever the fuck, right? Cut my hair off. Realize I don't have a bald head face. And, and then found out that the fat ass that all the bald head girls have, they, they like had that already. So like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have a fat ass and I didn't have a face for it. So I was just bald headed. And then my skin broke out. Like that was probably <laughs> the ugliest I have felt in my life. I look like a thumb, but like a, a thumb with shit on it. Cause I was broken the fuck out. So um, I wasn't really getting niggas like that at the time, but I did have a nigga, but like that didn't really go well. Um, Did you, okay, wait, another web web series did you watch Aqua Black Girl? Yes. <laughs> she cut her hair off and he was like, we can work it out. And he's like, I can't do this. <laughs> that you know, was me. Aqua Black Girl? Oh, okay. I'm that like- was me. Like, no, seriously, <laughs> that shit was terrible. And you know the thing is when you hype yourself up to cut all your hair off, you like see all these pictures of girls. You know what I think my problem was? I thought when I cut all my hair off, the texture was going to change. So it was going to look different. <laughs> Maybe nope. start fresh. I thought I don't know what I anticipated, but I had a fake. And, um, <laughs> Can you send like pictures? So you went to you went to the barber to get your shit cut off, girl. Uh, yes, and like me, you know what? That was stressful. I'm glad I did it though. My hair's coming back, but who? For me, with with how men per like um perceive my hair when I was in like middle school, high school, it was a thing where like in private. Because I wear I wore this fro pretty much every day of my life in middle school, high school. 
like, or like a puff on the top of my head. And men, boys, whatever you want to call it, those with penises, um, at the time, they would be very like, oh, I love it so much in private. But then like, if it came time to like flame me or like talk shit about me or like be mean to me, then they will call me like a dirty Q-tip or like say rude shit about my hair. Say like, I, I look like a dirty cotton ball, like shit like that. So it's really awful. And then when, when I got to college, like, you know, all the bad bitches, like all the business ladies, like all the sorority ladies, all the like, SGA ladies had sew-ins and shit, and they had their hair done. So I'm like, I guess this is what it takes to survive in college. So I um, started wearing weaves, and you know, my leave out was a completely different texture from my Ooh. my bundles. Baby, I got situation. some. Ooh, I got some old. Girl, I got some, some old leave out pictures that'll blow your mind. Girl. You won't even believe it was me. Really? You understand? Right. When everyone was transitioning, nigga, girl, nigga, 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 no. But the thing, I have always been natural. I have my, I've always been natural. So like, it, I my weird shit will look good in the mirror in the suite, like with your suite mates. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I step outside, that shit is over with. That shit is done. So I was wearing my hair like that, and then I would have guys be like, "Oh, I love your natural hair. I love your natural hair." So like, I started wearing my afro again, and then I started to hate men. So I cut all my hair off and I was like, you don't have to like me because it's not going to have shit to do with this hair. But the goddamn, uh, what's it called? Stylist that I went to in Montgomery texturized the back of my head. So for a long time, my hair was just straight in the back. No matter how it grew, it was just straight. I don't know what he did, but my shit was curly at the top like normal. And then my shit was straight at the back and I looked like I had a curly straight mullet. And I just could not stop crying about that shit. It only recently got right in like 2015. Like my shit was fucked up. Friend, your shit had a bed skirt? <laughs> my shit had a bed skirt. And then when Ooh. I would wash my hair and <laughs> when I would wash my hair and niggas houses, they'd be like, why your shit straight in the back? I don't know much about hair, but it ain't supposed to look like that. You know, your and I was shit fucked up. Leave. When a nigga pointing out, because men don't even be knowing what's going on for real. But when they be like, you know your shit fucked. You know your shit fucked up. My shit was fucked up. I had this fucking, I got my hair done and I got to leave out. I didn't know anything. I was going to hang out with these rappers whose name I will leave out of this story. Boy. So I get my hair done. My leave out's looking great. I look out staying. My edges are laying down. I ain't never seen my shit do no shit like this. I can't wait to get around them niggas. So we're out. We're in Atlanta. It's raining. And, um. I think I get I, so I, I get confused, I guess, because I thought because they saw the hair in my head and it was waving up in the rain, I can't see myself. My hair must be doing the same. So I'm, a, I'm outside, I'm getting wet in the rain. I'm even getting a little extra wet because I think I'm beautiful. So at this point, we get back to the studio. There were so many people there. And um again, haven't seen myself. I know nothing. I go in the bathroom just to use it, not at anybody's request. I tell you, my leave out was standing straight up, straight down. <laughs> that shit got stage right. <laughs> my edges had rolled back in self-defense. <laughs> 
the weave was slick and wet. I look like cats have been gnawing on my head. And I was, <laughs> I broke down crying immediately because I was like, how long have I looked this way? Where were your friends? Where were your friends? I didn't know any of these people. <laughs> I was in that bathroom Bitch. taking more water, trying to shellac it down. And now my hair, Not remember, I said 4C. My shit is shrinking tighter than it ever shrunk in my life. I thought I was in that bitch balding, baby. When I tell you I stole a wash rag off a counter, put it atop my head, and ran out the motherfucking studio. Oh, my God. I be hearing that nigga on Sirius XM all the time and be so fucking <laughs> Can you text and I check who it was, please? I just need. Yeah, please put it in well, actually, I don't really be know. hearing. I'll give you guys a hint. I'll give you guys a hint because I don't really be hearing him on Sirius XM that often. But they did just have a concert at the Waffle House in Atlanta, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. Girl, okay, yep, that's- yes. <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. All right, that's funny. That's some funny shit there. That was my first leave out. Oh my god. That is so crazy. then I started perming yeah, just me. my leave out. That's a girl. <laughs> that's a bad idea. We had a club called The Rose in Alabama when I was a freshman at Alabama State, right? So what we did, so the first night I went to the Rose, first of all I almost got punched in the face by a Sigma, but that's a different story. But the first night <laughs> right. So the first night we went to the Rose, they're like, oh, it's just a club, right? Nobody explained to me that it is hotter than the devil's butthole in this club. So I pressed out my hair to go, and I had on my little tube top, I had on my little bandage skirt. It's lit, right? I get in that bitch. I go from fucking Farrah Fawcett to Angela Davis in a matter of minutes. The hair don't even match the outfit, boo. This was the most humid place. It was more humid inside of this motherfucker than it was outside in the Alabama night. It was the hottest I have ever been in real life. <laughs> Shit just like this with the fist up at the fucking club. I I'm have a screaming. similar story because I um <clears throat> I used to straighten my hair off in the undergrad too because like I didn't really have my zhuzh yet with my natural hair. Like I still didn't get my like, you know, it takes you a while to really know what works, right? So yeah. I was still experimenting. I just colored it or whatever. But my curl pattern was still very loose. Like, right? Like, how now I can just go in the shower and put in a puff and go, like, my hair was not puffable. It was, like, still straight. So I went to the party, had my hair in, like, a little cute little wrap. I sweated and got so fucking drunk at this party. Me and my friend got so drunk. She had to get carried into the house. She passed out drunk. I'm a little drunk, but I was sober enough to set up my dick appointment. I was at my homegirl house. I was like, I ain't gonna fuck her house. I'm gonna be a little respectful. But I was like, dang, he on his way. What I'm gonna do with my hair? My hair literally was just like this. I just like put, <laughs> I couldn't put water on it because it wasn't gonna curl up anyway. So I was like, what am I gonna do? I just put like a scarf on it. He was like, bro, take that shit out. I was like, you don't want me to do that. You don't, you don't really want Not right now. It was so bad. We never hunched again. So How? that made Good. Oh, I, also, let me let me answer something. The way men have perceived it back in high school, because I was new and I talked white, mm. and and I had the perm. My hair was like down here, so I had long hair. So like boys liked me because I had quote unquote long hair, right? It was very permed, very damaged, low key, but neither here nor there. And then now, 
niggas be so fucking weird with my fro y'all like well, i made a skit about it like oh my african queen hey shea butter goddess hey yeah. princess mm-hmm. like nigga, get the fuck out my face like stop that's man. one of the reasons i don't wear my fro because i don't want to talk to you about fucking candles and egypt and incense right. and all of that shit, shit. like nigga I get it. We're here. I understand it. Like, I don't want my hair to invite conversations from hoteps. I really don't. I really don't. Because I'm not. I don't wear my fro because it shrinks down and it's hot and it's just there's just nothing we can do about it. It gets real Viola Davis up under there. Real crazy. So, how many times did it take y'all to take out micro braids to realize like that that wasn't the move? I've never had micro braids. I don't intend to do that. Um, I have had some struggles with my hair that I was like, was it worth it? Um, and in the end, it was. Um, so I, when I was at Alabama State, this girl, she was the only girl that knew how to do her own sew-ins, and she was slinging them hoes on the seventh floor of CJ Dunn Tower. Uh, she did sew-ins. I did fish plates. You could come to me first, then go to her, or you go to her and then come to me. It didn't matter. We worked at the like same to have time. Fish plates. You had a hot plate in that damn dorm? No, I had a hot plate. I had a deep fryer. I had all that shit in my dorm. And I was slinging plate plates, honey. Big plates. Ask about well, me. Y'all a dorm right dorm, but like an apartment style dorm. It was. So CJ Dunn Tower is like 10 or 11 floors. And it's sweet style. Like it looks okay. like dorm. It's sweet style. Okay. Because I'm but like. But it's, you know, it's too many bitches in there for people to really be worried about what you're doing. You know, mm-hmm. so when my grandma came and we went to Sam's Club, she bought me a deep fryer and she bought me a hot plate. I was like, bet I'm about to be cooking for these hoes. Fuck it. We in here now. So the girl that knew how to do sew-ins, I came to her one night and I was just like, hey, she's on a dance team. I'm like, hey, you going to teach me how to do this? She's like, I'm really like teaching people how to do stuff because I'm not nice. I'm like, that's fair. I'm not nice either. What's up? Let's do it. So she showed me like how to do three stitches in my sew-in and then was like, you got it. And it took me eight hours to do that sew-in on my head. Eight hours. Like, I would think I would have a track in, and then I would close it at the end of the track, and it would fall out. And I was like, is it really worth it? But now it is, because I can do my own hair. That is a great skill. Like, them dorm, them dorm beauticians, like my homegirl, near freshman year, she would do her own sewing. She would do mm-hmm. our sewing. She would come press my hair, do whatever. Mm-hmm. Go to her. She had a dryer in that bitch. Like we used to be fucking lit. In that that's dorm. an that's important like friend. Thing. That's an important friend to have because I definitely always managed to find myself somebody who's going to do my hair because I certainly wasn't going to. All I had to do was wash and blow dry. Come up there and sit on that goddamn floor, and we had a hairstyle. I didn't even have to do that. I'm just going upstairs. I can roll. <laughs> Ah, man, good times. Everybody good makes times. a contribution. Someone like, used to be $40, bro. $40. Remember that? Girl, shit? Not, not two girls and a needle. Two girls and a needle. I've never gone to two girls and a needle, but I used to see the sign. Because I remember um, when I first moved down here, I wanted to go to all the celebrity styles. I wanted celebrity styles experience, which for the most part, I could say has been fucking trash. Like, Arrogant Tay is still on site. What do you do to you? Really? What do you do? Well, let me tell you guys a funny story. So I had just got my brand new job, my little HR job. So it was the um, Sunday before the Monday that I had to work. Long story short, I make my appointment with him. When you make your appointment with him, you can pay your deposit half or in full. I had some money at the time. I said, fuck it. I'm going to pay in full. So I don't have to worry about it. I have the first appointment of Sunday. Let's do it. I get there. 
I'm sitting outside. You had to have your hair, you know, washed and blown out. It's it's sunny as Which fuck. Which is so I'm, tacky. It's so ugly tacky. as hell. I don't have that problem now with Shawnee. She does my hair, and that's not an issue at all. But either way, he got me sitting on my car. My I'm sweating. My hair is shrinking second by second, minute by minute, moment by moment. I just know this is gonna be more and more difficult for a nigga to do. I came here with shit pressed. So I get on Instagram, look at his page. This nigga smoking hookah and shit, taking shots of tequila, shaking big asses and shit. My hair in the car. So I message him. And um, I get a response at first that was he was on the way. He was running late. Then they sent me a message basically later on after, like, I would say it was about three hours after my appointment. I was still out there waiting, um, mostly because I wanted to fight somebody. Nobody had showed up to the salon at all. It could have been another patron. I was going to beat her ass because somebody needed to come open the door. I was tight. So um, they tell me then that, like, oh, he has a family emergency. He's not going to be able to make it. No, he don't. Number one, I see this nigga on Instagram. You're not even going to take the stories down when you lie? Two, I already paid you all my money. She was like, oh, we can reschedule you for next week. I need my hair done today because I have somewhere to be tomorrow. I don't know why people think I did not make a hair appointment to not be able to go places tomorrow. Right. Like, do the math. Somebody ain't doing the math right. Like, it's it's so simple. I hate that shit. I'm not surprised, but it's just like... He did the same thing to Nicki Minaj. He did it to Nicki Minaj. And you know I'm a barb, so you know I felt her. That nigga was trying not to send me my money back. I almost had to throw a brick through the window. I got my money back, though. How much did he charge you? Altogether, I want to say that maybe for, like, the hair and the sewing, I was about to pay, like, seven-something. Girl! That was, I wanted to get a celebrity wig, okay? What year was Girl! This was 2015, 16, 14, one of those three. Oh, my Lord. This is prefrontal days? No. This is, well, no, because he definitely was doing them, I believe, but I wasn't about to get one. Before, like, this some years ago. Right? This is definitely some years ago. I was out the I military. I don't look wasn't good in like But that was when um, I was going to dairy all the time because I met him at um, Snob Life at, um, Ming Lee's salon. Man, I was I was I was so interested in like the the Atlanta hair culture world for like a good few months. Yeah, I was pressed, girl. I was pressed. I'm glad I'm so glad God has blessed me to be able to do my own hair because like these couple years I've been down bad. I've been able to still look like something because I can do my own shit. And people think that like, oh my god, love your natural hair. Like you just embrace it. I'm natural. And have this afro because that's all I can afford to do to my own hair, ma'am. It's not because I just really have self-love like that, bitch. If I had the money, I'd be weaved down too, okay? I cannot do my hair. So one thing about it is no matter how rough the straights get, I have yet to get my hair done. Did y'all hear that? What was it? Oh, I burped. Okay. Make sure y'all ain't like. Girl, don't nobody care about that burp. Okay, good. But yeah, like. Cause back when I had that my last wig that paid four hundred dollars for it, that was like prime bad bitch mail. I need to bring. Mm. I have been I- making wigs since twenty thirteen, honey. I am not fucking around with these hoes out here. First of all, I don't like bad juju on my head, and I gotta get a, a feel for your spirit before I let you put your fingers in my head. That's number one. Number two. I do not believe in these new stylists that are like come washed and blow dried and yeah, bitch, did you get your license or not? Because for me, like I do my friend's hair, I don't even feel comfortable you coming to my crib and me working on hair that you washed. 
I need to know that it's washed to my standards. So you mm-hmm. call yourself a stylist and you're talking about come washed and blow dry. Bitches, you crazy? That shit and is straightened, weird. And straightened and trimmed and braided no. down. Braided down already. Come half done so I could just spray it. Like, come on. What? This shit is crazy. Yeah, I don't like that. And if anybody is like, and then you want to charge me um all these kind of fees and shit. The one fee that really bothers me with the salons is like, if you're late, I'm going to charge you $15. Bitch, you was 30 minutes late. So should I not be getting $15 off? They always be Right, like, but they don't look at it like that. I'm just saying, time is money. You said that. For free. Recently, it's always something with me getting my hair braided, y'all. Y'all know that. She offered to do my hair for free. And I'm like, bet. Hell yeah. She never responded to my messages. Like, do you want the exposure or not? I'm just these new girls, they want you to do half the job before you get she there. She probably and- thought about it and was like, damn, that's a big ass head. That's a lot of braids. Maybe not for free. But the way bitches be obsessed with me, they she would get hella business if I just tag her one good time. Yeah, so see. it was just fuck like fucked up your bag, sis. See, I've had the same dookie plats in for a week. No nigga has FaceTimed me, so it's lit. Um I miss like the old Well, day. I need my hair done because I got two niggas right now, two or three or four or five, and I, I need my hair done. Well tell I me have no niggas in one queen. Well, you know, I be I don't I niggas don't do shit for me, so I always pay for my own hair. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mel. I didn't mean a lot for you. Mel, niggas, niggas don't do shit for you because you don't ask and you don't make yourself available. I feel like I don't talk to niggas. Like, first of all, I'd rather die than ask a man for anything. But it's well, like, that's your problem. But I feel that's like girl. I these niggas <laughs> ask you for pussy, don't they? They, they ask no, you I know, ass, don't they? Trust me, I know. This is not me being a pick me or anything. It's like me personally, because I, I feel like if this nigga says no, I'm gonna die. So it's just, no. If if he says no, you're gonna repeat yourself. No, maybe you, you would miss her if he say no after that you block him that's the rule maybe you misheard me maybe what i asked i didn't ask in the right tone of voice because you know them tones tones it'd be people be like hi i would like my hair done like, how you hi doing? i need to get my hair done or we both gonna be looking stupid period or hey i'm at the nail shop you and i will look crazy if somebody doesn't come that's, this shit, no, no, really, cause I'm about to come to your thing. job and shit. And and the thing about it is, it can't be like a random nigga. It's got to be somebody who fuck with you for real. But honestly, like at the end of the day, if you want to fuck on me, you want to put your dick in me, you want to do all this weird shit to me, you want to spend time with me, you want all my time, all this stuff. Do you gotta be here for real? And that's just really it. Like you got you also, gotta be here for real. People that like you just naturally do stuff. People that like you, like, that really True. like you, because it, it feels good to do something nice for people you care about. It's a good feeling. Like, when I like somebody, I'm like, oh, let me, I cook now. That's, <laughs> bitch, what? Like, it feels good to do something nice. So that's it. You just got to find you a king. And then also you got to remember, like, you were younger. So at that point, they were probably all just really poor. And they were barely keeping their sneakers buckled. You know what I mean? So now that they're in more adult spaces, they're probably more capable of some of the things that you want as an adult. And, and I would I'm not never... saying, like... No, Go that ahead. was just me. I'm sorry. I said something nice about niggas, and I just want to clarify. Not my platform, not my industry. No, I, and, and I'm, I'm not saying, like, that every nigga you deal with should be this person, because that's just not reality. Mm-hmm. But in the, in the grand scheme of things, the nigga cares about you, and he likes you, he's going to make sure you're straight. 
Even if it's just on period. Professional shit. That's on period. If a nigga like you and he care about you, he shouldn't want you out with him without your nails done. If a nigga like you and he care about you, he should want all your fucking lights to be on and your car to be mobile. That's just how it is. If a nigga like you, he should want you to have the bag you want. And that's just period. And you should want those things for him too. And I don't think I talk about that part enough where I want niggas to be happy, the niggas that I fuck with. And I try not to say nice things about men. But honestly, like if, if that shit is reciprocal. You want somebody to do nice shit for you, you be available to do nice shit for other people. And that's just it. But don't be afraid to ask these niggas for shit because they're not afraid to ask you for no pussy or no advice or no emotional support or yeah. none of that shit. Ask them for what the fuck you need. There you was like, these... Um, I, I, oh, go ahead. Go. There was these strippers arguing on Twitter and um, one of the strippers, she said to the other stripper, <laughs> <laughs> she said... If your man love you, why he still got you dancing in the club? And that really did something for me. That really moved me. I was like, damn, why am I still working hard if this nigga love me? So, I mean, yeah, just think about it like a stripper. I think about, like, when I was in a relationship, I used to do nice shit. I, it's just such a foreign feeling now. And then I started mm. dating men so vehemently, like, a couple years after that, just, like, from life. Not, like, my personal shit, but just, like, I saw a tweet. This is, I'll get to that later. But... I used to do nice shit. Like, we got a new car. Like, oh, babe, I got you a little capital tag. Like, oh, I was about to buy him some Yeezys. If I could have got access to Yeezys, I would have bought them shits for him. Girl. You was that ain't what I meant. But no, I would have bought them shit. It wasn't like, oh, no, just because I'm tripping. Because, like, even when, that's when the Rihanna shoes that came out, the um the Creepers. Like, it was a new experience. When I had been with a nigga who was worth a damn ever, but we, he went like in the morning to the mall and like waited in line for them shit. So I'm like, this is so fun. He's getting me some shit. Wow, this is lovely. Yeah. So it was like a reciprocal thing. I wasn't just gonna buy them nigga Yeezy just to give them Yeezy. Let's just absolutely not. What I want you, Mel, to work on is your just agency as a woman in these romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. You deserve. Mm-hmm. But even even if a nigga is not asking you for money, he is getting the things that he wants from you and he is not afraid to ask for them. I don't feel like any nigga that's not afraid to ask me for pussy, I should not be afraid to ask him for anything if I need it or if I want it. And that's just really where you should be. Mm-hmm. I need to practice. I'm also not seriously talking to niggas also. So like once we get back, once I get back to my mojo and like actually seeing niggas in person, like I, I'm going to get back. And I've yeah, been dating in a long ass time. Yeah, who have you honestly even really been dating? Like seriously, like you know. Honestly, it's all been like it's been a series of flings, and yeah, situationships and shit too. So it's so like those don't really always be going like that. Those are different. That's like a different kind yeah, of fun. Yeah, That's I'll like fun them. in a window. Flings, I are, flings a chance to talk to someone seriously enough for it to exactly. Your fling me. is a is a good time, not a long time. So yeah. Um, what was on the fucking what you call it? How long have we been on here? Um, we talked about texturism. We talked about our texture already. Um, it took yeah. me a long time to unlearn. My hair actually is not like once I got my hair healthy, I was like, oh, my hair is actually nice. I'm thinking I have, you know, sambo doll hair, which is t- problematic in itself. But it's like, oh, I got a little three B going here, a little three A mm. action. Okay, my edges are four B. I mean four C. But it's like, okay, when I brush it, it looks real. But then it started like, then with some fetishization with that too. Like, yeah, you got good hair. Our kids gonna have good hair. Whoa. Stop being weird. I don't even mm-hmm. like it. Like, and that, I had to grow out of that too. Cause like I used to, remember I told you I used to like light skin men, like, oh, he gotta be have green eyes. When I was like 12. 
I grew out of that, and I grew out of like the good hair thing. Cause now I was like, I got good hair, so you gotta. I need you to help me with the edges though in the gene pool, husband. I need you to just make sure my daughter can have some baby hair. That's all I want for her. Cause you know I don't know how I'm gonna deal with that. But other than that, the hair is fine. Like we can we can work with my hair because it's just gotta do hair. I think I don't think there's such thing as like bad hair either. You just gotta learn what works for it and then do yeah. it. Like some shit. Like my children hair. gonna wear wash and goes. I'm sorry, they gonna come up just like I came up. You gonna be wash and go, shawty, or like, you gonna have them twist with the bobos in them? Like I say, we 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 a barrette family over here. Okay, you mm-hmm. have barrette in your head. beads. Definitely if my beads. Beads, barrettes, and bobos. Can that be the name of the episode? Beads, barrettes, and bobos. That's cute. I like that. It is cute. You gotta argue about it on um Thursday morning. Hey y'all, what's right. up? Come on and it's come out. Block, hurry up! It's uploading right now. I used to love my. <laughs> Do y'all remember the fear in your soul when you lost a barrette at school? Oh my god! You come home missing a barrette. I wasn't really my worried daddy because nobody a raised me. Parent. <laughs> You're so funny, Lauren. My God. My dad was the custodial parent, so in some ways he just treated me like a little boy. So when I would come home missing beads and barrettes, he'd be like, "That's on brand, okay, all right, that's fair." If yeah, I, I was just humble too. So twist, shit, and it was naked on the end. I said, <gasps> "Like I'd be in, in recess, just like where's my barrette?" I get home, where's your barrette? I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. Why was that such a big deal? Like we didn't have hundreds in that fucking caboodle. Right. Because the shit costs money and you didn't know how much money your parents had to spare for your hair budget. I'm fucking playing, bro. Like, we playing tag and shit. Anybody worrying about no fucking barrettes? They barrettes. Oh, I, did I tell y'all this funny story before? So speaking of beads, when I was three years old, um, I had beads in my hair, obviously, because I was a three-year-old black little girl. And one of them fell off. And my mom used to have, like, my stray beads, like, on her dresser. And I went in there one day and I remember grabbing it. And I put it up my nose. And this is probably my earliest memory. And I was so proud of myself because I went to my parents. I was like, look, mommy, look, a bee. When I tell you, her and my dad lost their shit. Like, they lost their goddamn minds. My dad tried to suck it out of my nose. In true dad fashion, like, of course, they think of the most disgusting way to keep you safe. He tried to suck it out of my nose. Didn't work. They had to take me to the hospital and vacuum it out of my nose. That is so gross. That's nasty. That's disgusting. And so, but I, I, since Twitter is such a great place, I learned that I was not the only little black girl who put a beat up my nose. <laughs> my father was very, whatever happens to you happens. And if you die, I'll make another one. Like I had that sentiment my whole life. My father was never very worried about me okay. passing away. Cause he would just be like, I'm 20 something. I'll That's make another nice. baby. That and is- that's why I never really got in trouble because he was just always like, I can make another you. Your mama gonna fuck me again, so. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, you know, that is fair. Yeah, I mean, that's just how I grew up. Like, he'd be like, if you die doing this thing, just heads up, I'm not gonna lose no sleep over it. Which now that I'm grown, I know that's not the truth. But as a kid, having somebody tell you that you know, if you die, they was just going to make a replica was very stressful. So the clone should be better than me. And <laughs> yeah, like as a kid, you can be like struggling over stupid shit that don't even like exist for real. Um, so to close out, because I'm sure we've been on here for 37 years at this point. Um, sister, nice. 
Okay, yes, say yes. So I'm looking for my laptop charger before we get cut off. Oh dear. Don't cut yeah, us off it. now. I got it. I will say it was oh I'm in a I'm beauty supply with it. Ah. All right. So the last two questions to close out. What is your favorite hairstyle on yourself? Are we, or maybe like top two? Ooh, of my favorite time. hairstyle on myself of all time. Does it have to be natural? Ooh. Does it have to be natural? Anything. Mine wasn't going to be. My favorite hairstyle on myself. Mm, wow, I've had so many looks. Uh, I'd probably have to say my favorite was the first time I had orange hair. Mm-hmm. Got an orange show in that Shawnee did, and I was like, I, I looked like a fox, and it was, I think, my favorite by far. And then after that, I'll have to say the first time I went blonde. So, two weaves, two sewings. I wasn't allowed to we have colored have to hair put these as a kid. On the Twitter. Yes, but I wasn't allowed to have colored hair as a kid. So, as an adult, it's been like my favorite thing to like fuck around and just look different constantly. I need to dive into so. more color, like more fun. I want to do like blonde, blonde. Like, I've had like safe blonde, but I ain't never been like. Blonde. Yeah, like all the way blonde. That shit was so fun. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It's a lot of work, but I really, really love it. So my favorite looks on myself, and I'll send these to Mel since so she is our social media guru, so we can put them on the jokes on you pod. Um, my favorite recent, my favorite adult looks have been the side part honey blonde, the left part honey blonde. I definitely look like a video vixen. You cannot tell me any different. Bad bitches link up. Um, and then I am always a fan of the middle part jet black curly that is a good look on me it looks like it is growing out of my scalp um and it is just really a great experience i have a u part in the bathroom right now with the middle part curly and she does me right um so those are my two oh no okay so my all-time favorite look scratch the other two my all-time favorite look is going to be the half up half down with the straight hair and it's like body curls in the straight mm. pony, and then the back is big curls. That's really a good look for me. I'm giving really like young vibes. I look 21 when I do that. It's really great. So those are my favorites. I'm kind of drunk, y'all. I have drunk this entire bottle of champagne since we've been on here. Oh wow! And it's the big boy too. It's not the normal size. Like this is the big bitch. I had a long day at work. This wasn't a great day. Well, hopefully we were able to make it brighter. A little bright spot. You can. Y'all did, y'all did. My top, I love my, like, fro-fro, like, when I'm real Angela Davis picked out real, real big, you know, especially with this color now, I love how it looks. Like, I like walking through the club all these bitches with sewings and shit, and I'm like, I'm the fro bitch, and I still shouldn't on y'all hoes, period, boom. So that's cool. I like that. And then I like my sewing. I had, a like, a 22-inch, like, middle part, one homecoming. That was iconic. That was, I missed so That was the last one I had because I, I just can't risk my curl pattern no more. But, like, what a time. Like, just I miss, I miss just, you know, hitting that right here. Oh, oh don't, don't wand it. Don't fuck around and hit that wand. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to do four, sorry. My locks, those the little bob locks that I did last month over, like, my birthday. Those were really cute. I really like, thank you. I really liked how I looked. Like, when I look at me, I'm like, wow, bitch, you are cute as fuck. Like, that was, and it, it was a very rough process to get them shits done, because I'm like, I look like a fucking Muppet. Like, I look terrible. But then when I got them, when they started, like, thawing out, mm-hmm. was, Um, But my all-time favorite hairstyle ever in this bitch was that wig that I got for homecoming 2017. 
my body was banging. I was like skinnier then. And it was just like it. That was just like my fucking shit. Um, I was so cute. Like those like three, four months span, all my outfits were cute. That's when I got broken up with. So I was like on that. I love when a bitch, you can tell when a bitch gets single because she started wild on Instagram. That was mm-hmm. that phase of my life. Good times. It was like, it was inspired by SZA. So it was like someone goldy and curly. And I told him I wanted real big and curly. And it was just like so fucking cute. It was worth every penny. Every penny. But the closure got messed up. That's why I don't wear it no more. Look at that. Yeah. So, okay. What are the top five Hall of Fame black lady hairstyles? Um, anything from a Monica video. So (laughs) if we're going to talk about the, I got love all over me. Any of those haircuts, the short with the long bang. But Uh, as all of the girls had the twist, everybody had twists at some point. The twist in the front, party Mm -hmm. in the back. Mm-hmm. You got little butterfly mm-hmm. clips. He was really trying to wild out on a bitch. The, the twist, like the big heavy twist, they had to put the weave in the twist, and mm-hmm. then to go into the squigglies with the pineapple. And then the, the remember roll. the bump. The bump Not was a good squiggly. time. Not the squiggly. Oh, I had a bump. The bump. The bump was a good time. See, I already it's have a bump like forehead, so I couldn't do that. Specify. The the bump, the hump bump, like the old school, like the just hump, and then to some candy curls. And then no, the, no, not no. Not a single ladies bump. The young bitch. Did y'all ever do? Did right y'all ever do hot bump. water curls? Or is that only something some shit I try? Y'all ever did hot water like microwave curls? Or did I make that up? I know what you're talking about. We put the weep until in the. Yeah, with the in the microwave. Yeah, yeah with the gel on it, yeah. and heat it up. Yeah. Yeah, but I remember when I was young, my sisters used to get curl. in trouble for that. Cause they had the whole house smell like hot gel and weave. <laughs> My dad used to be pissed. Like it smelled like burnt hair in here. And I was like, yes, look at these bad bitches I'm related to. Like the hair. I mean the rap, let's talk about the rap. A hairstyle that has transcended generations. Girl, so when I was at Stevenson eighth grade, my dad let me get my hair pressed. First of all, I went to the Dominicans. They burnt all my shit out because they were convinced that my shit was kinky and that it was going to be hard to blow dry. And my stepmom was like, nah, she cool. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. And they're like, no, it's kinky. We're going to add extra money on it. And we're about to burn all your shit out. They burnt all my shit out the fucking middle. But that hair was fucking laid. And when I went to the bus stop that morning, I had a rat tail comb in my back pocket trying to Well, you that used to have that rat tail comb. I had a rat tail in my back in pocket. pocket. My dad, Even if my you dad have a weed. in the front door. He stopped me at the front door. He said, why you got a comb in your pocket? I was like, listen, sir, you're going to have to fight me for this comb because I'm taking this shit to the school, nigga. This bang, this Dominican bang is going to be on 10 when I walk through the doors of the, Steven, the illustrious Steven, Stevenson Middle School, okay? Mm-hmm. It's going to be happening when I get there, and you I are not going to take it raid in Martin Luther King High School, Columbia High School, when I would pull that motherfucker... Yep. Like Danny Zuko in his bitch. Just yep. Yep. That real quick, he might tut tut tut. Just and then you take you take a finger and just flick it to put a little. Oh, it's just like, right here. You know it's real when you move it with the pinky because that's the type of bitch yeah, just, I am today. I'll yep. bypass all the first four. Ooh, move that shit with the pinky. No, I get yeah, now I see no shit like this. That comb, you really took. But you said that rat tail comb in the back pocket. That shit really hit right here, cause when I in the back pocket of the Ross jeans, honey. Will you finally learn how to wrap your own hair? Mm-hmm. Shit. 
You could put that swirl on it. And you put that scarf? Uh oh no, scarf and bonnet. Don't get a bang. We yeah. had the bang with the perm and with the, with this fresh the bang. Oh, I miss high school. I used like that that Friday, because I would get my hair done on Thursdays. That Friday I got to school with a fresh fucking hairstyle. I didn't have my first sew-in until prom, right? Same. And that shit was the tight. First of all, I have never had a perm ever. I really never did no shit to my head. So all of this is a new venture for me. Outside of braids, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. She started braiding my shit. I was cool. She started sewing that shit into my head so tight. And my parents, both of them, but especially my mother, will ask you, did I raise a bitch in any situation where they're mm-hmm. stressed? That's how I was disciplined. Did I raise a pussy is really the question that comes up. So the young lady was pulling my shit as hard as she possibly could. I'm like, my parents didn't raise no bitch. They didn't raise no pussy. I'm here. I will put these pictures into the group. I wore a wedding dress to my prom. I was a blushing bride. I was beautiful. My sew-in. And when I say that night, I got home and I took that shit out of my head. That shit was so tight. I was just in the bathroom and yanking shit. I lost a pound of hair fucking around trying to take this shit out of my head but it was awful it was the worst thing i had ever done in my life i like i got my first um sewing for homecoming for homecoming uh senior year but it was like the same length as my hair i just got it for like the curls because I, I ran for homecoming uh miss chs or whatever in one period so i didn't get my first like sewing sewing to a prom i had like inches but it was milky way so it was really like the curls ain't whole but Is that i lady had Everybody knew about Sheila. That was the name of my weave. And it was lit. Like, uh, good times. Do y'all remember the good hair movie that Chris Rock made? Yes. Yeah. Did y'all see that shit? It was actually I watched it. I yeah. liked it. We saw it in theaters. I did when not do that. Coke bottle, that can of soda in the fucking perm, when that shit melted, I said, oh, we... Mm-hmm. Been putting on our head. Chemicals and shit. Now, listen, I love you guys, but this episode is now four days long. Oh yeah, let's get okay. Right. Let's get the fuck up out of here. Go. It's so, time to fucking go, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Right, thank y'all. y'all for tuning in. Bye, you guys. Send us letters. More letters. Thank you. More right. letters. Bye, niggas.